tuned to the Brotherhood of Smoke podcast with Taylor Me and Random Guy Kev. What's going on, party people? Welcome to the episode of the Brotherhood Smoke Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Mead, along with my guy. Random guy, Kev. And we're here this week to bring y'all some more shit. We're going to continue our series on male friendships or whatever, but first we're going to talk about how our week's been. So how you been, bro? What's going on? What's new? Adulting. Out here adulting. Corona cor- Corona got us adulting. Super adulting. Shit. Minding corona, our business. Corona, I feel like, if anything, it ain't really changed much. I'm just in the house now. I'm adulting from the crib, so my toiletries are getting delivered versus me going to pick them up. I'm getting everything on Walmart.com or Amazon. But, you yeah. know, we still maintaining and complaining. I was just looking at the calendar talking to Andy the other day. I'm like, bro, it's crazy. We got engaged two years ago yesterday. Mm. This Saturday, we got one of our first date four years ago from Saturday. Wow. I'm like, Jesus, we're building a fucking uh, a little history book here. I'm like, Jesus, Christmas. I mean, not that this is a bad thing. It's a great thing. But, Lord, it don't seem like it was two years ago that we yeah, got engaged. Damn. I'm like, yo, that shit is wild as fuck. Like, where is the time going? Same time we got our master's degrees. Like, where is the time going? Wow, damn. Jeez. Nigga, don't even say, that don't seem like it was two years ago, bro. We was literally shooting the shit bullshitting around that time. I, it's still, I was still in New Jersey. It don't seem like mm. it's been two years. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah, 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 dropping a kid yet? Like, what's good? Hell no, kids is on standby. <laughs> Once we close on the house, literally, you can start placing your bets when we close on the crib. Start placing your bets then. But we're still talking about another like two or three years. But uh, once we close on the house, your bet you literally start putting your bets in then in there. That'll probably be I would say that would be an educated bet at that time. Mm. When we once we close on the crib, because that'll um, that'll that'll signify okay at this point we're really we're we're at a place where it's like now having a kid actually won't be so bad. Yeah. Um. But how's virtual dating going? It is going. It is going. I'll I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> that that's I'm, it. That's all we get. I mean, you know. Potential, potential right now. She uh, she pretty dope. I'm gonna leave it at that now, right now. Oh, okay, all right. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna leave it there. Okay, we like to hear it. We like to hear it. That's all we get. We just getting a little sneak peek. Nothing else. That's crazy. Nah, that's it. Yeah, y'all, y'all get that's more it. when I feel like giving more. Okay. At a, at a, at a later time. Okay. But, all right. You later know. time she's gonna be wrote off. But all right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. It we'll sounds see. good right now. Yeah, you know how it be though. You know how it be. I be like, I be talking about somebody, and then next thing you know. They become irrelevant. It, you know that's life. It gets like that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, did you see the battle? Um, Joe Scott oh, and about dude. Did you watch that? Uh, talked about bruh. the session. The session. It wasn't really. It wasn't a battle. It was. It more was a session. Just, it was a session. Yeah. It was a good. It was a good vibe. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was long as hell. I fell asleep. But what? Oh, you're a fucking scrub, bro. It wasn't even to me. It didn't even seem as long as they were on there that it was that long. Now, when I look at retrospective because I was shaving my head and it took me like four hours to do so because I was live tweeting. Watching mm-hmm. the live and everything else, I was so distracted. It took me a long time. I was in the bathroom like all day, but it was worth every minute. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. I wish some more hits got played on both parties. It was a lot of songs that didn't get played that I wish got some airtime. But yeah. when you have extensive catalogs like that, it gets that way. You know, I stand both queens. They're both amazing, um, and they both make me feel great. Their music's amazing. I haven't seen Jill live, but I've seen Erica Badu, and it is an experience. I can't wait to see her again once the yeah. world opens back up because it. She is a performer. She yep, is definitely. a performer. When I seen her, yo, she was lighting, smoking blunts with the audience and shit, smoking blunts, passing them to the audience. It was fire. It was fucking great. Oh, it was great. 
I don't see that happening uh, with the Rona. I mean, she'll probably smoke yeah. it and give it out, but I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she did it anyway. You know, niggas, we're not taking no block from no stranger. But, Word. you know, that's the way it goes. But um, other than everything's good, I suppose, huh? Bruh, I'm just here living, man. Just going with the flow of life, enjoying it, enjoying that I still have a job, thankful, uh, paying bills, and minding my damn business. You know, I stand that. Um, like I said, I'm grateful to have a job, but it's time for a new one. My job got me mm. fucked up, and I think mm. that it's time for me, even if I don't leave, it's time for me to threaten them that I had, there's other shit out there. Like, I've, I've talked to several people that I work with. They've all had an experience with my job where it's like, oh, I left and came back, or I threatened mm. to leave, and they begged me to stay. So, like, I got to do some shit that feel my demands to be met here. Say less. I'm going to do that, but I'm going to still leave because this job stresses me to fuck out. So, yeah. I'm still going to leave. Mean, like, I, I mean, I've done it. that. I've done that before where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm leaving, and they gave me a better offer, and but I still was sitting there looking for a new job. Like right. fuck yeah, like I'm gonna keep looking for a new job. Yeah, it's time. And then within like within like two three months, I left. I got my pay raise and still left. Cause I ain't give a fuck. Yeah, That's what you gotta I do. Should, I'm debating if I should go that route with the run or wait to solidify some other shit. Only because of the current circumstances. I want to be living off my savings. I mean, I can. You don't. But I'm like, I don't want to. Not right. You don't now. want to. Cause no, I don't know when the world's all. opening back up. Word. Keep so, it pushing. Keep it. I'm gonna pushing. play it safe. And go about this the right way, but Lord knows they're on my shit list, and my days are fucking numbered. They can count them up. Niggas know I'm good for a new job. Memorial yeah. Day come through, and I get a new job coming in that bitch in red, white, and blue to get them niggas my two weeks. Like, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Gotta go. I might not even do that. I might hit them with a, this is my last day type mm-hmm. deal, because that's how I feel like they've, they've been doing me. I think I gotta pay it forward and give them the same energy back. It's only right. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I feel you on that. But um, I guess back to our series, as we were gonna open up, we're gonna talk about how, you know, the development of, of male friendships and, you know, the emptiness and different things like that. I feel like we started that conversation um, in our last episode. And I feel like it was a really good talk that I think we could further develop on. I think you'd agree mm-hmm. um, to, to further talk about, you know, the dynamics of male friendship and things like that. I, I read an article from on the medium and it talked about how, you know, you stop kind of asking, you know, statistically based on, you know, things that they've looked at and data they've analyzed that you stop asking other males to be your friend around the first grade because of, you know, it's an invitation to bullying. And, and men, unfortunately, from those experiences, deny that we want or need friends. Like, it's taught, ultimately, based on the way we're reared and things that you don't want or need friends. You can be by yourself and do everything on your own, which I think is completely false. You know, everybody needs somebody, whether it's your family, your friends, or whatever. You always need an outlet or another, you know, person to, you know, relate to or bounce ideas off of or somebody you can relate to, somebody to outlet outside of your immediate circle, I think that, or, or you know, your familiar cir- circle, excuse me. Mm-hmm. This talks about how, you know, by late adolescence, uh, you know, boys know that, you know, close male friends and, you know, and your emotional keenness and put you at risk of being labeled as, you know, girly, immature, or gay, which I think is so fucking crazy. Like, I think that that's really wild. It's unfortunate because these are literally the things that I think a lot of young men are, you know, thinking about in those times of how you carry yourself and how you, you know, interact with other people and things like that, which I think is fucking crazy because as you get older, you tend to realize none of that shit fucking matters. You know what I mean? People are going to talk regardless. You know what I mean? Of, of, of how you give it up, you know? So you just got to do your own thing. But yeah. I think that they also talked about how, you know, it's a forced obsession with, you know, men become forcibly, you know, forcibly obsessed with who they aren't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And intimacy in, in, in your friendships is literally associated with, you know, age, you know, sex, either male or female, your sexuality, you know, and it matures men into emotionally stoic people. Ultimately, you know, you, you, you lack knowing how to express yourself because you've been, bread not to 
And I think that shit's like that's awful. If you get a lot of your friends, and you know, even if you look at different shows and how they portray male friendships, a lot of these, you know, statements that were made are true. You know, and it's it's scary. It's like what are like why why is it looked at or looked down upon for I find men to have strong intimate relationships with one another? What do you like? What do you think? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I tell my male friends, my close male friends, I love them all the time. So Same. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, I mean, I, I think. I mean, personally, I didn't really, I feel like it was probably more so after I lost a lot of friends at a younger age that I was like, yo, like tomorrow's never, tomorrow's never promised. Like show people that you appreciate them now. Tell them you love them now. Like, and it's like, you can't, cause you'll have that in the back of your mind. Like, yo, I never told this person, like I cared about them that like they were my friend. Like I appreciate them in my life. And you know me, I'm always random with that shit. So I'll be like, yo, I appreciate you in my life. Thank you. And it's just like, it's just one of those things that you have to do. It's like, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really have an opinion on it because mm-hmm. I'm different. I mean, I guess other people have never done that. And when they start doing that or somebody does that to them, they don't know what to say or how to feel. I mean, I tell people that all the time, I, even now, like when I tell women or, or men, like, yo, I appreciate you in my life. I thank you for taking time out your day to, you know, hang out with me or talk to me. They'd be like, yo, that's why you got to say all that. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying it how it is. That's how I feel. Nah, same. I think I'm the same. I think for me, it's changed and grown over time. I think that as I've gotten older, and I feel like I've said this shit on numerous episodes, I've become more emotionally intact and aware of myself mm-hmm. and my feelings and things like that. I don't think I was always in tune with them. And I didn't always accept them or navigate them to understand what feelings were. You, you get what I mean? Or to understand how I felt about shit. I kind of just played a lot of things to the side and kind of, you know, I can move around. And I think that as I've gotten older, I think vulnerability is very important, especially in my friendship. If I can't be vulnerable anywhere else, why not here with these people that I hold nearest and dearest to me that I could talk to, you know, navigate these spaces. And you never know what other people are going through, or what people can relate to Word. your experience if you don't share your experiences with them. You get what I mean? I also think that it takes a certain, it's probably really cliche, but I feel like it takes a certain type of strength to be vulnerable and stand in your shit. Like, it's okay to not be everything all the time. You know what I mean? It's a, it's okay to not be strong all the time. It's okay to not feel confident all the time. All those things I feel like are, it's okay. It's completely justifiable because everybody has these feelings. Whether they want to admit that or not, how they navigate, how they, you know, uh, constructively or destructively handle yeah. those feelings... They're still valid, and it's still a thing that everybody battles with at some point or another. I have many of friends that I grew up with that, as children and as adolescents, we never really said we love each other. But now, to this day, when I talk to them, every time we go to the phone, it's like, I love you, man. I hope you stay safe. You know, send my love to the family. You know, take care of yourself. That yeah. wasn't a thing before. Well, I think yeah. as it is now, and I guess it just comes with, I don't know, with maturity or adulthood or just, you know, see, experience in life, I feel like. Which, again, comes with everything. You know, you go through shit, you learn shit. And I think maybe that's another part of it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think I too can resonate with your response as well. More so, kind of one of these where now where I'm at now in my life, I can resonate with it. But it wasn't always a thing for me to say that or do that. Yeah. No, um, I feel you. They also I said mean, in an article. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Nah, go ahead. They also say in an article that boys and men give little opportunity to mature interpersonally, you know, with regards to risk taking in this capacity, and it creates uncertainty. Again, which I think is kind of crazy. It's all again. This is all going back to the idea of fostering friendship people because of whatever you know ill feelings or uncertainty that comes with it people are scared to go out and kind of you know build these interpersonal relationships with other men if you see like even myself i grew up with a female best friend for the most part i had male best friends too but my female best friend i think was the one who probably knows me best out mm-hmm. of all of them and i think i was most transparent probably with her 
majority of my life, more so than I was with them. But now, again, as we're older and we experience different things in all of our lives, we're a lot more transparent in conversation and in different things. But before, I would have never talked to them about certain topics or subjects, you know, in my life. It just wasn't a thing that I think that I wanted to invite them into, you know, unfortunately. Mm. I mean... My thing is you people don't realize they build relationships during during different situations and different things in life like like in uh, probably like my first year of college like I used to play video games hard like if I would have continued playing video games like like I did back then then I'd probably be one of these e-gamers making a million dollars just for playing video games um but I built a lot of male relationships based off video games, like being in lobbies and, you know, talking with people like in different parts of the country, uh, just playing like Call of Duty and whatnot. And it's like some of those friendships are still going on now where it's like, yo, like, yo, let's think like somebody flew out here and it was like, yo, I'm coming to, to New York from fucking the UK. And they're just like, yo, I'm I, like, let's let's hang out and chill. And it's like, yo, definitely just let me know when you win. Like, I got you. And it's like a lot of I mean. Again, a lot of people don't, I feel like a lot of people don't know the meaning of friendships. And that's okay. why I like, personally for me, I don't call everybody a friend. Not everybody Fact. in my circle is a friend. Absolutely. But some people are acquaintances. Some people are just people. Others are friends. People are good friends, best friends. And like, you know, but like, again, a lot of people do not know the definition of a friend. A friend that is just willing, like they'll see you go through some shit and they're just down for you like yo right. they are just there whereas right. some people you thought were friends and you need some type of support or something and they're not there they're not visible you don't see them until you're back up top again and they're right. just like oh hey what's good bring me up top with you like no that's not how life works it's funny that you say that because uh, the article mentioned that instead of building emotional emotionally authentic you know connections that you know bonds are taught at an early age for men or boys to access friendship by joining clearly defined groups, uh, teams or organizations. So like, you know, some of these people, you know, you look at the boy scouts, the football teams, even in high school, you go back and look at the cliques of people who did what a lot of the males, a lot of their, their friendships and friend groups were defined by what they were a part of. You know what I mean? It wasn't mm -hmm. like these people were genuinely friends. It's like literally outside of all that to this day, some of those same people aren't friends anymore. Yeah. It was, you know, proximity. It was your association with this with this group. And now you're no longer, you know, bonded to one another. So it goes to show that, you know, male friendships need that emotional component to be successful. It's more to a friendship than just surface level. And again, yeah. if it's surface level, that person, not to that ten, isn't really your friend. That's not a friendship. I don't know what to call it, but it's not a, it's an acquaintanceship because it's not a friendship. You know, I feel like with friends, you have to share connections with people for them to be your friends. Mm -hmm. My friends, literally, I feel like I share a lot of shit with my friends personal shit that i'm not just out here broadcasting for everybody else to hear and see and not only that there'll be people i bounce ideas off of if i have something going on and i need some kind of encouragement or i'm feeling like less than i know i can call one of my friends any one of them pick up the phone i know i'll get they'll big me up yeah. to get me out of whatever funk i'm in like let me get on the phone because I'm, I'm not feeling like myself i'm feeling down i'm feeling like this whether male or female get on the phone like bro i'm just feeling like this and then it's kind of like yo they'll start reading me my own stuff like nigga do you know what you've accomplished you know what you're doing to you, you're holding yourself to whatever impossible standard that you're not even seeing your own value in yourself at this moment. Get it together and bring it back full circle. Come on, get, sit for a minute, think on it, feel these feelings, process them through, and move around. Because, you know, it, 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 it's not end-all, be-all. Yeah. You know? No, and I, I agree. Um, I mean, again, I don't call everybody friends. <laughs> I can't do it. That's True. not my thing. 
and I don't care I like how like how much you've been around it's like there's it's levels to this shit absolutely so many levels and it's like because like I've I know when I was down people that I thought was my friends like they weren't even around they right. weren't visible at all right and then when I got got back I got better and I started being back out here that's when they started hitting me up again I was like oh okay got it heard you boss heard heard you it's okay. funny like i said it's funny we said we had this conversations we were we, we were talking offline maybe on our last episode we were talking offline about it. i was like how i wanted to be your friend so fucking bad i'm like y'all this this dude is so fucking cool i want to be friends with this nigga like da, 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 da. so i started like you know reading your balls and getting to know you and shit before you know it like we eventually you know fostered a friendship like that started on social yeah. media just bullshitting to us starting you know building a friendship starting a podcast hanging out you're a groomsman at my fucking wedding like one of my good one of my good friends like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of crazy how you go from a space of, like, again, a lot of people are fearful to take that step and pursue the friendship. And I never openly asked you to be my friend, which I probably probably would have moved a little faster had I said it like that. But I don't know if it's a little strange I, for me. I, so I, I, don't, kinda, I, don't, I don't think it... I don't even think that even happened. <laughs> I, no, I don't even think... I don't even think you even said that. It was just like... I, it just happened. It kind of, like, yo, you know, it, it just yeah, organically yeah. happened. Yeah, because I'm like, bro, I was like, y'all want to be friends with this nigga. He seems mad cool. We be shooting the shit on the internet all the time. I'm gonna be friends with this nigga. So for you know, we talking all the time. For you know, next you know, we're texting each other, we kicking in this shit, going out to bars, doing happy hour, and then here we are, so many years <laughs> later, however many years later, you my fucking guy. Like that's my nigga Kev. What about him? Like yeah, that's my boy. That's my Yo, road I, I I still I still laugh every time about the Miami when we went to Miami. <laughs> Yo, son, you niggas was in Miami. I'm like, yo, they like they have mind you, niggas talked about the trip. I'm like, yeah, no, I think I'm gonna sit it out. It'd be better if I say I'm gonna just stay home, whatever. Yeah. I gotta work. Da, 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 da. What was it like a Thursday or Wednesday? Nigga? Yeah, it was a Thursday. Like, it was like I'm saying, yo, y'all out, bet. I'm booking the flight. I'll be there tomorrow. I'll be there, actually I'll be there tonight. Like y'all book my flight. I'm leaving work early. Like I'm on my way out the yo. office right now. I'm going home to pack my shit and hit the airport. That shit, yo. Bro, we had a great time though. Yo, that, that shit was, was a fucking wild as fuck. Yo, like the way that you came, like. Niggas like, yo, this, Shaq, this nigga Shaq really came. I did. And I did. Like, y'all was having too yo. much fun for me to be in fucking New York at work. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yo, you popped up at the beach. I was like, yo, he really came yo, through. Yo, that awesome. very much. I was not about to miss the memory. Like, fuck that very much. FOMO yeah. like a mug. I was like, yo, fuck that, y'all. I took the rest of the rest of this weekend off. I'll be there. I'll be there a couple hours. That's one yeah. thing I miss about the East Coast. The Miami flights used to be clutch. Clutch. You to a, quick, a quick, cheap Miami flight for the fucking low. Like, getting yeah. to Miami was... That was like going to fuck the Philly or something. It was nothing. Yeah. I'm like, yo. Yeah. I'm out. Niggas like, we in Miami. Da, 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 da. I'm looking at the videos on <laughs> Instagram. Like, oh, them niggas having fun. <laughs> oh, them niggas having a good time. You know what I'm finna do? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... We, I gotta go. <laughs> gotta blast. But you, you, still, you, you, you still haven't been to Vegas with me and Carl yet, right? No, I have not. Uh, okay. my tw- I'm trying to think. My 21st birthday, I went and met Rusty there. No, y'all wasn't there. No, I haven't been to Vegas with y'all yet. You need to fly nah. out here. We could drive. I drove to Vegas. Actually, had a lot of fun. The road trip was fun. Getting there was fun. I had a great time. So, like a couple times, we we went to Vegas and then I like you know took a flight back to Cali afterwards and hung out. Cali. I would live there. Like not it's, for the strip and shit, but for the area it's like, outside of the strip, it's pretty chill and it's very nice. The weather's very nice. It's a lot of places to get out and experience nature. Yeah, I mean, it's like um, Vegas is more so about the day parties, bro. Like Vegas is the adult Miami, like mm-hmm. adult Miami with money. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't got money, you don't go to Vegas. Like Hell if no. you don't got the money, sit your ass down. And like and the thing is, I like traveling with Carl. Like I like traveling with you. I like traveling with certain people because I know they about they shit. 
Yeah, we're going to have fun. Niggas ain't about to bullshit. Like, they 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 we going to strip. We about, what we getting ready to do? How much it cost? <laughs> What's the price? Fuck it. We out. Like, we doing that shit. Niggas yo, getting experience. Like, fuck that. Like, yo. <laughs> for real. And it's like one of those things where it's like, you you ain't, you know it's going to cost money. So you right. ain't gonna be the one like, oh nah, man, I ain't, I ain't even got I just it. I ain't even the hotel room. No, Boy, you know, you that. know why you came out here for. We're getting live. Fuck is you talking Yo, about? You know why you came out here for? Like to spend, you gonna spend bread. It is what it is. Like, and that's the thing. You can't travel with a lot of people that aren't your friends because, like, your friends know you. They know what energy is brought to the table when you travel and when you do these things, and like. It's just certain things that you can't. You, you everything can't bring for everybody. Everybody. Everything yes. for everybody. You had your friends you could club with locally at the bar, had a happy hour with. But then you had people you can go out the state with, out the country, where you could travel with them because you know when y'all go, you're not gonna be. They're not gonna leave you hanging. Y'all gonna go and do whatever, and y'all gonna have a fucking great time. It's gonna be a moment. Ultimately. Yo, nah. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad the trip got canceled, but it's fine. When the world opened up the end of this year, we're fucking out, my nigga. Like we out, we still going out for your birthday. We still celebrating your birthday. We're still oh. traveling. <laughs> we're still going away. I'm sick that the world is closed. Niggas got that notification yeah. like flights canceled. You're not coming here, bro. But your money be coming back soon. But I'm gonna tell you where you're not gonna be. Like yo, you ain't gonna be over here. Exactly. It's, it's, yo, it's on exactly. Lockdown. Your flight's been yo. wrapped up, my nigga. It's a dub. I was so we were, stomach was hurting. Like damn, getting the refunds yo. from the Airbnbs. Like. Single yeah. tier, like oh, this is awful. Oh, this is awful. That trip literally is in like a month. It was a month from now. Yo, it was a month, oh, bro. It was like a month from now. I was, I, and I was thinking about, it, I was like, yo, no other country's gonna let us come there because they see how the U.S. is doing, and they're just like, this is gonna be blocked. This is gonna be blocked. They ain't having us come up in there. Yeah, and, and I'm the way like, shape, yo, form fuck. Or, fa- or fashion, they not letting niggas come up in there for real. But there's so, people like, trapped in the Maldives right now. Oh, that's, that, that's crazy. I, but that's, the people, it's like people that don't have the money to stay on the resorts. I feel bad for them. They like have to go to like they have. They're all trapped either trapped at the airport, or the the government trying to come up with some kind of plan to devise some kind of financial assistance for them to stay put in the meantime. But it's like a, that's like a resort place. Primarily, yeah. I don't even know if there's like an yeah. actual. It's like a. Nah, I don't know if there's, there's an actual not. like living population there that actually you know nah. does day to day shit. Like I don't think that's that kind of place. Nah. Um. My thing is um. It's like um. Back to back to the whole, uh, you know, friendships, male friendships. I'm glad you brought I that think, back in. I'm like, I didn't know how I was gonna rain that shit back in. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I mean, you know, guys do guys trips, girls do girls trips, people do friends trips, whatever. But like again, you can only do so much with with your friends. It's like you you can't again. It's who you let into your circle. To where you feel comfortable enough to say or do certain things with. Oh, you're absolutely right. I think friendship dynamics are definitely different. You look at all the, all the different friend groups, even your own friend groups. Everybody has different dynamics. There's typically always pe- some people closer than others mm-hmm. in said friend circles. Like, you know what I mean? I think that just comes with the territory. Some people just bond closer, but y'all are still friends. But some people, I think, hold more intimate relationships with one another, whether male or female or whatever. Word. Word. And it's like, yeah, nah, I, I agree with you on that. And it's like, I don't think people understand that where, like, I could sit here and tell you shit, but I can't tell somebody else shit because right. I know how you would react and tell me about myself and all that shit. But this other person would, you know, be toxic and be negative and or they wouldn't or they'll just side with you or they'll decide yeah. with you when you might be dead ass wrong. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I need you, somebody you real. Yeah, I need you to be objective and listen to me. But if I'm wrong, by all means, please read me because I deserve it. Like, you know what I mean? I would want somebody Word. to keep it real. I don't want to be out here, you know, being ignorant 
And you know, you had those yes men friends. Those are good sometimes, but that that's they're bad too because it's like, yo, when you fuck up, they're not there to tell you like, yo, you got to be accountable for those fuck ups. I think that's Word. where a lot of male friendships lack that accountability yeah. partner. Mm. Yep. That component, yep. I think, which is very, very important to everything. That's even in other relationships and, you know, how you navigate those and how you navigate your daily living. Like, I think that some people are so quick, you know, you, you embrace these people and they're so quick to jump on you. You know, because I'm your friend, I'm going to stand by you. Standing by you don't always mean I got to agree with you. We could be yeah. friends. We could be the best of friends. But if you dead fucking wrong, you wrong as two left shoes, motherfucker. I'm going to tell you, like, you know, it's from a place of love, but you fucking up. Like, you fucking up. You fucking up bad. Like, you know what I mean, yeah. you fucking up bad. My nigga, like, what's wrong with you? You didn't think about how this other person felt about, you know, whatever you were doing? Come yep. on now. Come on now. Let's be real. If you ain't ready to have this conversation, we don't have to. But in the Word. same breath, you sit back and you reflect on this a little bit more for yourself. And I want you to come to your own recollection and then revisit me. If you think mm-hmm. I'm drawing, because I don't want you to feel attacked. I'm not attacking you, but I'm going to hold you accountable for your shit. That's I'm attacking you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know me. I don't give a fuck. I'm attacking your ass. Like, you doing dumb shit. Like, I mean, and it's funny because it'd be like those people like, and it'd always be like relationship shit. And it'd be like, yo, you know, I'm not in a relationship, right? But I mean, I give you common sense answers. Right. But and it'd be like, common sense, you'd be surprised. Yo, and it'd be like, okay, so you feel like your girl shouldn't be mad at you for going out with your ex-girlfriend right now? Like, think about it. Think about it. You, you sound dumb right now. And you about to marry this girl? You dumb. You stupid. I should kick you in your throat. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But you know, but you know, you got you got to have a place of love. I'm gonna kick you in the throat with love. Yo, I'm gonna I'm kick the-, the shit out of you still. <laughs> but it's love. <laughs> it's love. Yeah, for real. I'm I'm the I'm the friend with no filter. I, you come to me when you want that real shit. Yeah. When, yes, when you want that real shit? So. Come, yeah, come to me. I very got you. Very much so. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't know, like I said, I guess to tie back or loop it back in, I think that ultimately, you know, a lot of men keep most of their uniqueness hidden. You know, they keep close to, you know, whatever cultural, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, like whatever cultural, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't get it. Um, Whatever the culture is of whatever they're a part of, ultimately, they cleave so much to that 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 becomes their identity. And I think that people don't genuinely get to know each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know that you're a poet. I know that you blog. I know that you write. You know what I mean? I know different things about yourself. You're very transparent in your writing. You know, you're not too mm-hmm. transparent, but you're transparent enough. But I find we discuss a lot of those different things outside of surface level shit and outside of what other you might share with everybody else. You know what I mean? I think that a lot of men aren't comfortable enough with their male friends to dive into those different aspects of themselves. Whereas outside of surface level shit, they don't really discuss. You know, which, again, friendships are based on the idea of proximity with men. And that's unfortunate. Look at, look at our fraternity. And some of the yes. people that are quote unquote friends, you ask them some shit about the, whoever, the, you know, their, their road dog is ask them some, some shit about, you know, their, their close, close friend in that group. Sometimes they probably can't tell you because it's outside mm-hmm. of the camaraderie of the organization they're a part of. And I only use the fraternity because I'm a part of one. And that's literally the yeah. only like, group that I can resonate with. Because other than that, I was not really a part of anything else, you know. But I think ultimately, I think what the main idea of this episode was kind of the highlight was that, you know, Men hide aspects of their uh, internal narrative, and it's unfortunate, you know, and they ultimately end up emotionally isolated, and they don't have social mechanisms to process the challenges that they have in their life. Because you don't share these things with other people, you don't know how to navigate those spaces. And I think that being vulnerable to your friends and sharing these experiences with them, you never know what somebody else has been through. And it could be, literally, you could you could have somebody right by you that can help you navigate this space, but because you're being, you know, sheltered about it, you're, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice, you know, ultimately. 
And yeah. I think that another key point was that organizational conformity, you know, it guarantees belonging at the expense of who you authentically are. And I think that's really mm-hmm. unfortunate. And I think that a lot of men resonate. I think I hope that a lot of men resonate with what we talked about in this episode, you know, and could highlight these things in themselves and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, figure out how to untrain themselves from these things to be a better them. You know, ultimately, yeah. I think you grow in so many other aspects and, and ways based on your friends and the conversations you have with them and the transparency that you share with them. I think that it literally helps you be a better you. You know, everybody yeah. thinks that you, you that emotional shit is this and that, but I think it's actually very important because it's a key component of who you are as a person. Whether mm-hmm. you like that shit or not, we all got emotions and we all go through shit and we all have to channel it out some way or another. And well, 10 out of 10, your partner isn't always your only outlet or source of relief in those situations. And I think by having these accountability conversations, these emotional conversations, a lot of men really have a lot of breakthroughs and be better versions of themselves. It would literally make them better, better people. Word. I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add? Nah, that's it. That is it. Yeah, I think I think that's it too. I think this was a really good episode. We had a little bit, a little lighthearted, but it was still kind of heavy. But it was all you know, fun, all in good fun. Learn from this. (laughs) <laughs> learn something learn. from this <laughs> learn from this <laughs> well I guess that's it um, y'all, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Brotherhood Smoke Podcast I'm your host Taylor Me with my right hand man random guy Kev the obnoxious ass random guy Kev I be until chilling minding my business <laughs> until eat next shit time. and die <laughs> until next time we'll catch y'all later uh, later